Welcome to Love Uncensored, the modern guide to dating and relationships. I'm your host, Nicole Colantoni, a dating and relationship coach. And each week, along with special guests who aren't afraid to speak their minds, we challenge norms and expectations in love and relationships. From childhood trauma to sex, we explore the uncomfortable and unspoken, providing valuable insight and actionable advice for building healthier relationships. Join us for candid conversations about all things love, whether you're single, in a relationship, or somewhere in between. So this week, I am turning 34, and naturally, I've been feeling pretty reflective. As I sit down to record this episode, I can't help but think about all the valuable lessons I've learned over the years. From heartbreak to triumphs, from failures to successes, each experience has taught me something new, not only about myself, but also about life. So today, I'm keen to share with you the five biggest lessons I've learned before turning 34. Before I do, I just want to normalize the fact that as we age, it's not uncommon to feel a sense of apprehension and even resistance towards our birthdays. The thought of getting older and facing the unknown can be super intimidating. And to be perfectly honest, the reality of entering my mid-30s has definitely hit me hard these last few weeks. However, I think it's important to shift our perspective and remember that getting older is a privilege that not everyone gets to experience. For me, it's a reminder of all the experiences, memories, and lessons that I've accumulated along the way. Life can be a tough teacher, but each mistake and challenge I've faced really has contributed to my growth and development as an individual. So while there is definitely a part of me that longs for the physical perfection and energy of my younger years, I don't think you could pay me enough to trade the hard-earned wisdom I've accrued for anything. Society may try to convince us that aging is something to be feared, but I really think getting older is an incredible thing. With each new wrinkle or emotional and physical scar, I am constantly reminded of the experiences that have shaped me, the lessons that have taught me, and the person that I have become. Don't get me wrong though, I'm certainly not claiming to be enlightened, but as I find myself saying more and more often these days, I earned my wrinkles because I know that every single one tells a story about my journey through this thing we call life. So on that note, while I don't have it all figured out yet, here are five of the biggest lessons that I have learned throughout my life so far. So the first life lesson is be true to yourself. There's a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote that has always resonated with me. To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest achievement. From the moment we are born, society literally begins to shape our perceptions of ourselves and the world around us. Speaking from experience, it's easy to fall into the trap of following societal norms and expectations. But it's important to remember that we are all unique individuals with our own set of beliefs, values, and dreams. Practicing independent thought and staying true to ourselves can definitely be a challenge, but it's essential to our personal growth and happiness. Sometimes it means going against the norm or disappointing others, but ultimately the most fulfilling life is one lived on our own terms. Our 20s are often referred to as the decade of self-discovery, and for good reason. It's during this time that we start to figure out who we are and what we want out of life. We may experiment with different career paths, travel to new places, and form new relationships that help us understand ourselves better. It's a time to take risks, make mistakes, and learn from them. 
We may face challenges and setbacks, but they all contribute to our personal growth and development. As we navigate through life, it's important to recognize that our conditioning and the expectations of society can have a powerful impact on our sense of self. It's so easy to get caught up in trying to please others or meet their expectations, but the most important thing is to be true to ourselves. When we live our lives according to our own values and beliefs, we are more likely to find fulfillment and happiness. Ultimately, I've come to realize that the journey of self-discovery is a lifelong process. It requires us to constantly be willing to grow and evolve as individuals, and it's certainly not always easy, but it really is essential to living a fulfilling life. I also have a favorite quote from Shauna Nequest that goes like this. This is the thing. When you hit 28 or 30, everything begins to divide. You can see very clearly two kinds of people. On one side, people who have used their 20s to learn and grow, to find themselves and their dreams. People who know what works and what doesn't, who have pushed through to become real live adults. Then there's the other kind who are hanging on to college or high school even with all their might. They've stayed in jobs they hate because they're too scared to get another one. They've stayed with men or women who are good but not great because they don't want to be lonely. They mean to develop intimate friendships. They mean to stop drinking like life is one big frat party, but they don't do those things. So they live in an extended adolescence, no closer to adulthood than when they graduated. Don't be like that. Don't get stuck. Move, travel, take a class, take a risk. There is a season for wildness and a season for settledness, and this is neither. This season is about becoming. Don't lose yourself at happy hour, but don't lose yourself on the corporate ladder. Stop every once in a while and go out to get coffee or climb in bed with a journal. Ask yourself some good questions like, am I proud of the life I'm living? What have I tried this month? Do the people I'm spending time with give me life or make me feel small? Is there any brokenness in my life that's keeping me from moving forward? Now is your time. Walk closely with people you love and with people who believe life is a grand adventure. Don't get stuck in the past and don't try to fast forward yourself into a future you haven't yet earned. Give today all the love and intensity and courage you can and keep traveling honestly along life's path. I love that quote because it's so easy to conform and get caught up in what society tells us we should do and who we should be. But the truth is that nobody knows you better than you know yourself. As a woman, I struggled for years to figure out who I was and what I wanted out of life. Society constantly bombards us with expectations and pressures us to have it all figured out by a certain age. I felt like I was falling behind in my career, my relationships, and my personal life, and that I had to have it all together before I turned 30. It was an immense amount of pressure that I put on myself, and it was incredibly overwhelming. It wasn't until I had a realization that figuring out who we are and what we want is a lifelong process that I started to relax and enjoy the journey. I realized that I am constantly changing and evolving, and that the fun part of life is not always knowing what's coming next. And that the secret to living a fulfilling life is to follow what feels right and true to ourselves and to trust our gut instincts. I've come to understand that there is no such thing as having it all figured out. Life is full of surprises and twists and turns, and that's what makes it exciting. We are all on our own unique journey and comparing ourselves to others or trying to fit into a mold that society has created for us is a sure way to feel lost and unfulfilled. As Steve Jobs famously once said, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. 
It's true that we often can't see the big picture until we look back on our lives and connect the dots. We have to trust the journey, even when it's difficult and uncertain. So don't let others define you or dictate what you should do with your life. Instead, take the time to look within and discover your own path. Even if it seems like everyone around you has everything figured out, remember that life is a process and there is no one right way to live it. It may take time to figure out what you want and where you want to go, but every experience and challenge you face along the way will ultimately shape you into the person you are meant to be. So try to embrace the obstacles and hardships that come your way and don't be afraid to take risks or make mistakes. These are the very things that help us grow and bloom into our full potential. And as hard as it is, remember blooming is not a destination. It's a journey that moves at its own pace. You may face setbacks and detours along the way, like I sure as hell did, but as long as you stay true to yourself and never give up, you will continue to blossom and grow. And when in doubt, remember the phrase, all things in time. I appreciate that it's a phrase that's often easier said than believed. We live in a fast-paced world where instant gratification is the norm and waiting can feel like a total waste of time. But the truth is, some things simply take time. It's important to remember that we can't rush the process of life. We need to practice patience and trust that everything will fall into place when it's meant to. But I get it. Trusting in the universe and the timing of things can be super difficult, especially when things aren't going according to plan, which in my experience is most things in life. But it's in those moments that we really need to remind ourselves that all things in time will work out for the best. So whatever you do, don't let the fear of the unknown or the pressure to conform hold you back from living the life you want. Have faith that everything will fall into place in its own perfect time. And always remember, your journey is yours alone and only you can define your own success. The second life lesson is take risks. So as terrifying as it can be, taking risks really is essential to finding out who you are and what you truly want in life. It's so easy to get caught up in the comfort and familiarity of routine, but the only way to truly grow and discover your potential is to step outside of your comfort zone. As the saying goes, everything you want is on the other side of fear. Whether it's starting a new career, pursuing a passion, or embarking on a new relationship, taking risks can lead to incredible rewards. Like I've been discussing, the journey of self-discovery is full of twists and turns, and sometimes the path you're on might not feel like the right one. So in those moments, it really is important to trust your gut and have faith that everything will fall into place. As someone who has experienced over 10 different career changes, been on over 200 first dates and faced more setbacks than I care to count, I can speak from experience when I say that taking risks is the key to finding out who you truly are. It can be petrifying to step outside your comfort zone and try something new, but I've learned that it's often in those moments of discomfort where we truly discover ourselves. I've witnessed this time and time again, but sometimes the biggest risks lead to the most significant rewards, and it's only through taking chances that we can truly find our purpose in life. And I speak from experience when I say this, but fear really can hold us back from taking risks. So it's super important to remember that fear is simply 
simply a natural response to the unknown. In my 20s, fear was my constant companion. I was literally crippled by it, afraid to take risks and step outside of my comfort zone. But looking back now, even though I spent a lot of time indulging my fears, I'm so glad I didn't let fear hold me back entirely. I took risks, even when they scared me, and it led me to where I am today. As a coach, I see so many clients who are held back by their own fears. It literally breaks my heart because I know that they have so much potential and are literally one decision away from having the life they want. Imagine if you let fear keep you in a toxic relationship or a dead-end job or stop you from asking the love of your life out or speaking up for something you believe in. What kind of life would that be? Many of my coaching clients even come to me with fears around dating and relationships. They're afraid to put themselves out there, to ask out their crush, or to enter into a relationship in case they get hurt. I understand this fear intimately because, like I said, I've been there too. But the truth is, being hurt in love is a risk we all take. It's a part of the human experience, and it's something that we can learn and grow from. In fact, some of the greatest lessons I've learned in my own life have come from heartbreak and disappointment. And while it can be scary to open yourself up to the possibility of pain, the rewards of love and connection are so much greater. So don't let fear hold you back from taking that risk and putting yourself out there. The right person could literally be just around the corner, but you'll never know unless you take that leap of faith. And as someone who has experienced the paralyzing effects of fear, I can attest that it's a life of regret, missed opportunities, and unfulfilled potential. That being said, it is important to acknowledge your fears. But the trick is to not let them control your decisions and stop you from taking risks and pursuing your dreams. Instead, use fear as a motivator to push you outside of your comfort zone. Putting yourself out there is scary, but it's essential to achieving your goals. Whether it's presenting a new idea at work or asking someone out on a date, taking a chance really can lead to incredible opportunities. For example, a couple of years ago, I was trapped in a soul-crushing corporate job that left me feeling like a hamster on a wheel. But deep down, I knew that wasn't the life I wanted to lead. I was hustling on the side, building my coaching business and working on my passion project, which was the Single at 30 podcast. But despite my drive, I felt like my life was out of sync with who I was. And to top it off, I had been searching for a bigger home for about a year and a half without any luck. Basically, it all became too much and I knew I had to make a change. I literally had no time for friends, dating or rest and I was burning out fast. So one day I reached my breaking point and called my dad for advice. I listed all the reasons why I was scared to quit my job and he gave me a much needed pep talk about not letting fear rule my life. Instead, he urged me to trust the universe and take the leap. So I did it. I quit my job in the middle of a pandemic and you know what? It was the best decision I have ever made. Within six months of quitting, everything fell into place. I found the home of my dreams, met the love of my life, and my podcast exploded with hundreds of thousands of listeners worldwide. I now also have the privilege of working with hundreds of coaching clients from all over the world, all because I took a risk and followed a path that was true to who I am. 
As a side note, I really believe the reason I wasn't able to find the home of my dreams until I quit my job was because if I did, I would have turned the second bedroom into an office and wouldn't have signed up to the co-working space where I met my now partner. So sometimes the universe really does have our back even when we think it's working against us. I'm not going to pretend that it was easy though. It's still not. But I guess my point is when you take risks, you open yourself up to a world of possibilities. Like you really never know what amazing opportunities may arise from putting yourself out there. I certainly didn't. And don't get me wrong, I am well aware that it takes courage and bravery to take risks. But in the end, I think it's really important to remember that life is short and every moment is precious. So don't let fear or doubt hold you back from pursuing your dreams. Instead, try to take risks, follow your heart and trust that everything will work out the way it's meant to in the end. The third life lesson is embrace failure. If we want to take risks, though, it's essential that we accept the potential and even the likelihood of failure. I know it's a word that typically sends shivers down the spine of many, but after leaving school, I quickly learned that embracing failure is the key to success. I'm so passionate about this idea that I actually created a blog titled Fail Forward when I first started coaching. It was a term I learned while studying coaching, and it basically means that when we fail, we learn from it and move forward rather than being defined by it and giving up. And let me tell you, I have failed a lot in my life. I failed every year of school except for my final year, but that was just the beginning. I've been dumped, rejected, fired from jobs, and written a play that was a total flop. But here's the thing. Failure is not a destination. Instead, it's better to view it as redirection. And this is a lesson that took me a really long time to learn. I spent most of my 20s falling flat on my face every day and crying myself to sleep, wondering why life had to be so hard. But then I read Carol Dweck's book, Mindset, which explains the difference between a growth and fixed mindset. Those with a growth mindset understand that failure is a part of the learning process and that it's okay to make mistakes. They see challenges as opportunities to grow and develop, while those with a fixed mindset see failure as a reflection of their abilities and avoid challenges to protect their ego. Michael Jordan, one of the greatest basketball players of all time, once said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. It's not just athletes who have this mindset. J.K. Rowling, the author of the Harry Potter series, was actually rejected by publishers 12 times before finally getting a book deal. I share this to emphasize that embracing failure is about being willing to take risks, try new things, and learn from our mistakes. It's about understanding that failure is a necessary part of growth and that we can use our failures as stepping stones to success. It was only when I started to shift my mindset and embrace the possibility of failure that I began to break free from its grip and make progress towards the things that truly mattered to me. So the next time you fail, instead of giving up, think about it as an opportunity to learn and grow and remember nothing in life worth having comes easy. And I think it's important to mention that the realm of love is actually no exception. It's so easy to feel defeated after a string of unsuccessful relationships, but just because we haven't found success in love yet 
doesn't mean we never will. As someone who was single for nine years and had been in and out of toxic relationships prior to that, I know firsthand how it feels to lose hope. After hundreds of unsuccessful dates, I became seriously disheartened that I might never find my person. However, I never gave up and eventually I met my person, which is one of the many reasons why I know persistence is fundamental to getting what you want in life. Thomas Edison is a prime example of this, right? It took him over 1,000 attempts to invent the light bulb, but he never saw any of those attempts as failures. Instead, he saw them as 1,000 ways that the light bulb wouldn't work, bringing him closer and closer to his ultimate success. Likewise, when it comes to love and relationships, we need to adopt this mindset. I know how much it sucks when you get rejected by someone you've been on a date with. It's so easy to tie our self-worth to external outcomes like this, but it's important not to. When we identify with failure or rejection, we can damage our self-esteem and limit our potential for growth. Every unsuccessful relationship or date is not a failure, but rather a lesson learned and a step closer to finding the right person. Remember that it's not always personal and that as long as we persist and continue to learn and grow from our experiences, we will eventually find our person and achieve success in love. By giving up though, you are essentially ensuring that you will achieve the very outcome you wish to avoid. So it's crucial to understand that failures are not the end-all be-all and that we shouldn't identify ourselves with our past setbacks or let our ego limit our potential for growth. Instead, try to remember that failure is just a step on the path to achieving your goals. And by embracing its inevitability, we can learn valuable lessons that will ultimately lead us to success. The fourth life lesson is prioritize self-care. So I'll be honest, I don't feel too qualified to talk about self-care. I work seven days a week at the moment and hardly move or see daylight. But as someone who has dealt with chronic fatigue for over 30 years and recently lost my balance, I know firsthand just how important self-care can be. Self-care is essential for our physical, emotional, and mental well-being. It's about taking the time to prioritize our own needs and engage in activities that nurture our mind and body. This can include anything from getting enough sleep, exercising regularly, eating a balanced diet, practicing mindfulness or meditation, or simply taking time for ourselves to do things we enjoy. Taking care of ourselves can often feel like a luxury, but it's actually a necessity. When we neglect our own needs, we risk burning out, becoming overwhelmed, and ultimately hindering our ability to perform at our best. Self-care helps us recharge, reset, and ultimately be more productive and successful in all aspects of our lives. So whether it's taking a long bath, going for a walk in nature, or simply setting aside time to read a book... Make sure to prioritize self-care in your daily routine. As someone who is currently spending thousands of dollars on neurotherapy as well as supplements at the moment, I can't stress enough that self-care may feel like a small thing, but it can make a huge difference in our overall well-being and happiness and can end up costing a lot in the long run if we neglect it for too long. That being said, I know how hard balancing self-care with a demanding career can be. So here are some tips that I have personally found helpful. Number one, schedule self-care into your calendar. Try treat your self-care activities as important appointments that cannot be missed. Whether it's a yoga class, a therapy or coaching session, a walk around the block, or even just a relaxing bath, 
make sure to set aside dedicated time for self-care. Number two, practice mindfulness. Like I said, most days I'm not seeing daylight at the moment. So instead, I've been taking a few minutes each day to practice mindfulness, whether it's through meditation, deep breathing, or simply taking a moment to focus on the present moment and reflect on all the things I have to be grateful for. I found this really useful in terms of helping to reduce stress and increase focus and productivity. Number three, prioritize sleep. As a notoriously bad sleeper and night owl, I have learned the hard way how much getting enough sleep is crucial for both physical and mental health. So try make sure to prioritize getting enough sleep each night, even if it means cutting back on other activities. And it's important to note that it's not just about the amount of time we spend in bed, but the quality of sleep we get as well. Actually, one interesting finding in sleep research is the concept of sleep debt. This means that if we don't get enough sleep on a regular basis, we build up a sleep deficit that can't be fully recovered by sleeping in on the weekends or taking naps. So it's really important to prioritize regular and sufficient sleep in order to avoid this accumulation of sleep debt, which can result in serious consequences such as weakened immune system or poor cognitive function and an increased risk for chronic health conditions. Number four, set boundaries. This is something I'm still working on, but it's really important to learn to say no to tasks and activities that don't align with your priorities and values. And as I'm learning more and more each day, setting boundaries can help prevent burnout and allow you to focus on the things that truly matter. And number five, make healthy decisions. When time is limited, it can be easy to turn to unhealthy foods or skip meals altogether. However, making healthy choices can boost energy and productivity in the long run. Personally, I've discovered two life-changing Instagram accounts that offer valuable insights on how to make healthier choices, Andrew Huberman and Kayla Barnes. Huberman's podcast is also a great resource for health tips, and I've started incorporating some of the supplements and greens he recommends into my routine. Both of their Instagram pages break down health information into digestible, easy-to-understand nuggets. Thanks to Huberman, I've even started taking cold showers each morning, which is something I seriously never, ever thought I'd do, but it's actually been a game changer. So while balancing self-care and a demanding career can be tough, these small lifestyle changes can really make a huge difference in the long run. I think it's also important to acknowledge that I know not everyone has the luxury to take time off or work with professionals when it comes to self-care. And I know this because I used to be one of those people. That's why it's crucial to identify the things that will help you support you within your current situation, whether it's taking a few deep breaths throughout the day, going for a walk on your lunch break, or listening to a calming playlist on your way to work. Toxic hustle culture has become increasingly prevalent in our society, but it's important to recognize that it's not sustainable in the long run. In my 20s, I was so caught up in the idea of living in New York City, but as I've grown older, I've come to value a slower-paced lifestyle more and more. Now, I dream of living in a house with land and fresh air where my fur babies can run around freely. Even as I turn 34, I'm still working on finding a balance between my career and my personal life. But I think it's important to remember that working ourselves into the ground will ultimately lead to burnout and negative consequences for our mental and physical health if we're not careful, which is why to celebrate my birthday, I am making an effort to get away and catch up with the people I love most. 
Lastly, I just want to stress that self-care isn't just about the external things we do to take care of our bodies and minds. It's also about the way we talk to ourselves. Many of us, myself included, have a harsh inner critic that constantly puts us down and makes us feel unworthy. It's important to remember that we would never talk to a loved one in the same way we talk to ourselves. Our inner critics can hold us back in life by making us doubt ourselves, our abilities, and our worth. They can fill us with negative self-talk, leading us to believe that we are not good enough, smart enough, or capable enough to achieve our goals. And this can lead to self-sabotage or fear of failure or, or even imposter syndrome. When we listen to our inner critics, we may avoid taking risks or trying new things, which can limit our personal and professional growth. That's why we need to be kind, compassionate, and understanding towards ourselves, especially during times of failure or difficulty. It's important to learn how to manage our inner critics and replace negative self-talk with positive affirmations and self-compassion. Practicing self-compassion can help us feel more confident, resilient, and able to handle life's challenges. It can also improve our relationships with others as not only does it help us to step into our power, but we become more patient, understanding, and compassionate towards them as well. So try remember, without self-care, we have nothing in life because it's next to impossible to pour from an empty cup. And the fifth life lesson is never settle. So as the OG Single at 30 listeners would know, one of the topics that I feel most passionate about is settling. I firmly believe that no matter how tough life gets, we should never settle for less than we deserve. Whether we face setbacks, failures, or rejections, we should always strive to pursue our dreams and never give up on what truly makes us happy. I started this podcast as a way to empower listeners to embrace their independence, be confident in themselves, and refuse to settle for anything less than they deserve. Life is just too short to settle for mediocrity, and I want to encourage everyone to pursue their passions and never give up on their dreams. When it comes to love and relationships, I know that rejection can feel especially personal and painful. It's easy to start believing that we're not good enough or that we'll never find someone who truly loves us. But settling for less than what we truly want and deserve is not the answer. In fact, it can be even more damaging in the long run. Settling can lead to resentment, dissatisfaction, and a lack of fulfillment in the relationship. Like I've been talking about today, it's important to remember that rejection is not a reflection of our worth as a person and that we should never compromise our values or desires in order to avoid being alone. By holding out for what we truly want and deserve, we're giving ourselves the opportunity to find true love and happiness. As someone who was single for nine years, I know firsthand how difficult it can be to wait for what we truly deserve in love and relationships. It's all too easy to take rejection personally and settle for less than what we truly want and need. But I firmly believe that it's better to be alone than to be with the wrong person. It may not always be easy, but staying true to ourselves and our values is worth it in the end. By refusing to settle, we open ourselves up to the possibility of finding real and lasting love, rather than just settling for something that feels safe or convenient. Throughout my single years, I was constantly told that I was too picky and that I needed to lower my standards, but I refused to listen to those voices and settled for nothing less than what I truly wanted and deserved. It wasn't easy, and there were times when I wondered if I was being unrealistic, but I held on to the belief that it was better to be alone than with the wrong person. And then I met my person. Our relationship isn't perfect. No relationship ever is, but I know deep down that I made the right choice by following my heart and trusting my God. If something doesn't feel right, it's probably because it isn't, and it's important to keep holding out for what we truly deserve. 
And it's not just about love and relationships, but also careers. In my 20s, I've worked for bosses who made me doubt myself and my abilities, but I never gave up, even when I faced setbacks. Like I've been talking about today, life is a journey of self-discovery, and no matter how many times we fall, we must keep going and follow our hearts. We should never let anyone limit our potential or tell us what we're capable of. As the saying goes, fake it till you make it. And it's amazing how many of us can relate to feeling lost in our career paths and not knowing what direction to take. I feel fortunate to have close friends who have been on a similar journey and we've supported each other through it all. Despite the self-doubt and uncertainty, we never settled. Instead, we kept pushing forward. And now as we enter our 30s, things are finally falling into place. And I share this because it just goes to show that perseverance and self-belief are absolutely fundamental to achieving success and fulfillment in each and every aspect of our lives. I just want to add that I know how common it is to feel the pressure from older generations who may prioritize stability and security over personal fulfillment when it comes to settling based on their own experiences. However, it's important to remember that we can choose to break away from their values and paradigms to create the lives we want. It really is up to us to define our own paths and make choices that align with our own values and goals rather than simply following the expectations of others. I also think it's particularly important for women to understand the importance of not settling in life as we often face societal pressures to settle down before our biological clocks run out. We're told that we need to find a partner, get married and have children before a certain age, regardless of whether we're truly ready or have found the right person. And this can lead to making decisions out of fear rather than what's best for us and settling for a life that doesn't align with our true desires and passions. That's why it's so important to reject this pressure, to settle, and instead follow our hearts, whether that includes a partner, children, or not. However, I want to acknowledge that feeling discouraged when things don't go as planned is understandable. Nevertheless, compromising for less than what you deserve will only lead to a sense of unfulfillment and unhappiness in the long term. I can't stress this enough, but it really does take courage and persistence to pursue what you truly want, even if it means walking away from expectations that do not align with your values. However, the reward is worth the risk. Yes, it's so easy to fall into that trap of settling for less than what we truly want and deserve in life. I've been there and I know how crippling it can be to feel like you're not good enough or that you don't deserve better. It's a tough battle to fight, but it's so important to never give up on ourselves and to keep pushing forward towards what we truly want. For a long time, I settled for relationships and jobs that didn't fulfill me because I believed the negative self-talk in my head that told me I was in a rush or I wasn't good enough. But over time, I realized that settling for less than what I truly wanted and deserved was only making me miserable and holding me back from living the life I truly wanted. So I made the decision to stop hiding behind fear and doubt and instead go after what I truly wanted in life. And while it hasn't been an easy journey, I can confidently say that I wouldn't change a thing. I found love with someone who truly values and respects me and I've landed a career that is both fulfilling and aligned with my passions and values. So I want to encourage anyone who may be struggling with similar feelings of self-doubt and fear to never settle for less than what they truly want and deserve and to keep pushing forward towards their dreams and goals no matter what. So my closest friends always laugh that I could chat to a brick wall for days. So as much as I'd love to keep talking, I think I'll wrap the episode up here. 
My intention was to share the five major life lessons that I've learned before turning 34, but I want to emphasize that I don't have it all figured out and I'm still a work in progress. One thing I know for sure is that life is a continuous learning process and the beauty of it is that we never stop growing and evolving. Remember, each of us has the power to create the life we want, but it requires courage to take action. My hope for the next 34 years is that I continue to take steps towards living an authentic life, irrespective of the challenges I face. In the meantime, I also hope that this episode has inspired you to pursue a life that brings you happiness and fulfillment, even if it means walking away from expectations, people, and situations that don't align with you. Thanks for listening. I'll be back next week with a very special guest.